Take charge of your thoughts. Take charge of your life. Psychologist, author, speaker, musician, former professor, and the host of Love and Life, Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Welcome to Love and Life. I'm Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Another mini episode addressing one of your questions. This one's about that age-old problem that so many of us can identify with. The guys that we like don't seem to be into us, and the ones that like us are not our type. Hi, Dr. Karen. I wanted to ask if you could address the issue of what to do when the guys that you are interested in aren't interested in you. And the guys that are interested in you, you tend to not be interested in. Um, I'm a black woman and I date interracially. And the white guys that I am most attracted to aren't attracted to me, per se, or don't approach me. And the ones that do are typically not the kind of guys that I'm looking for as far as uh, having a forever guy in my life. So what do we do? Thank you. So like I said, this is definitely one of those questions that I think a lot of people have struggled with. And I'll refer to, as I often do, the work of Dr. Duena Welch. In episode 92 of the podcast, she talks about her book, Love Factually, and she describes the science of dating and how to present ourselves on the dating scene as what she calls high status. And she actually speaks to your very question. She also felt that so often the guys who she didn't care for were the ones who were very much pursuing her and the guys that she wanted, she was not able to catch their attention. She said when she started implementing into her dating strategy what she was learning from the research about dating, mating, attraction, and all of it, she was much more successful at finding commitment with men who she wanted to be committed to. So check out that episode. I know it will be very helpful for you. And it explains why which, like I said, so many of us have experienced that. The guys that we're not interested in, what happens is we are unintentionally, we're not trying to be mean, but we're trying to not encourage them. And yet when we're dismissive of them, all it does is create that distance that then they start going, oh, I'm going to pursue her. We've elevated ourselves to what Dr. Welch calls high status in their eyes. The guys that we're into, sometimes we do too much and we lose that distance, which then lowers our status in their eyes because we're maybe too quick to respond to their texts or respond to their phone calls or we'll accept the date at the last minute because we like them so much and we're into them. And like I said, all that does is lower our status in their eyes. So check out that episode. I know it will be very helpful. But the second part of your question is how can we communicate to guys who we're interested in that we're interested in them without lowering our status. And in one of Dr. Welch's other books called Love Factually for Single Parents and Those Dating Them, which really encompasses much more than just tips for single parents. So I recommend it to anyone on the dating scene as I do her first book, Love Factually. 
But in Love Factually for Single Parents, she talks about science-based strategies for flirting. So I want to share several of those with you. And these are, again, based in research, what men and women do to elicit the attention of the opposite sex if they are heterosexual and hoping to partner up. From her book, quote, Researcher Monica Moore cataloged a whopping 52 different flirting behaviors, from hair flipping to lip licking, that women use to initiate contact with men. Women tend to initiate the flirting, and men tend to respond to it. In public places, but not online, two-thirds of the time, it's women's flirting that gets a man to approach. And we send these signals in reliable ways. End quote. I love this because when we present ourselves to the dating landscape as high status, some women can feel frustrated. They think, so I have to lay back and wait? Well, according to this research, we actually do initiate, but it's much more subtle than what some of us end up doing, which then inadvertently ends up lowering our status. So she shares some of these signals that we can do as women, which can get things moving in the direction that we want. Signal number one, she says, is the smile-look combo. And again, this is all from Dr. Welch's book, Love Factually for Single Parents and Those Dating Them. The smile-look combo, she says, quote, is the most reliable signal of female interest and men easily clue into it. If you're interested in a man and you're only going to employ one signal, use this killer combo, end quote. So she goes on to say that the type of smile is important. It needs to be very genuine. And you lock eyes for three seconds or longer, which feels like a long time. But it's that extended gaze that lets him know, I'm into you. But you haven't at all lowered your status. So I love this as signal number one. Signal number two is the turn and touch. Quote, after the woman uses her smiling eyes as a lure, couples talk turn and touch. Again, the process isn't random. As you talk with a man, if you're interested, begin turning towards him as he turns towards you and initiate the first touch, usually on his arm. End quote. Signal number three, the mirror. Quote, watch others and you'll see it. The I just met you and I'm interested, folks. Copy one another's eye contact, duration, facial expressions, voice rhythms, and body positions, end quote. Signal number four, clothing. Dr. Welch shares research that shows that if the clothing is too revealing, you're going to attract someone who's interested in a hookup but not long-term commitment. But women should accentuate their waists, and this goes into, again, stuff she talks about in Love Factually, the first book, about the ratio that is appealing to men. And it's basically an hourglass. Doesn't mean you have to be a size two either. The ratio is appealing even if you're a size 20, It's the hourglass silhouette itself, not necessarily the inches of each part of the hourglass that men find desirable. She also goes on to say, quote, if you want a man, show that you've got a waist without showing your actual midriff, which is that subtle line between revealing your curves while also leaving something to the imagination. Signal number five is laughter. Dr. Welch's research shows that men like to be thought of as funny and women like to laugh and they like funny guys. So obviously don't fake it, but if he cracks a joke, be easy to laugh. And 
that's something I think we all like is someone who is quick to laugh, isn't too uptight. And if a guy throws a joke down, again, don't be phony, but certainly demonstrate how playful and fun loving you are by being quick to laugh. And the final signal is reciprocity. Dr. Welch wants to be very clear that yes, we're high status and yes, men pursue us, but we absolutely reciprocate their efforts to let them know that we like them. She says it this way, quote, being hard to get is not the same as being distant, cold, or mean-spirited, and nearly everyone needs a little encouragement in love. The most effective way to attract others, male or female, is in fact to show a clear liking for them. So if you want a man, enthusiastically reciprocate some of his interest, end quote. Once again, Dr. Welch comes through with some tangible, concrete steps we can take to remain high status and yet still get the ball rolling. If there's a guy we have our eye on. I hope that helps. Thanks for your question. Keep them coming. I'm here for you to do whatever I can. Head over to my website, loveandlifemedia.com. Click on the Ask a Question tab and I'll do my best. Love and Life is produced by Tim May and hosts and executive producer, Dr. Karen Anderson-Abram.